0: All right, everyone, and welcome to the Politics Fix podcast. I'm your host, Kendall. So today in the Politics Fix podcast, we're going to be talking about Mike Pence. That's right. None other than President Mike Vice. I'm sorry, former Vice President Mike Pence. He's uh, he's trying to make a comeback of sorts on the campaign trail. And uh, he seems to be more and more ramping up his public appearances. Now, The Hill had an interesting article that I'm going to be citing from. That really points out where Mike Pence is, I think, where his head is. It gives us a good frame of reference because this guy's in a very unique position. Now, I kind of sympathize with him. I won't lie. There's some things about Mike Pence that really frustrate me, but there's some things about his position that I could sympathize with, and we're going to be talking about that. But I just first and foremost want to say that I think at the end of the day, you know, Trump has every right to feel the way he does about. The fact that that Mike Pence kind of kind of wavered in his in his use of power. If, if we look at what the Democrats are trying to pull off and some of the moves that they're even contemplating, they're things not that that conservatives are or would be the same to cite the Constitution didn't give them the power to do. Now I'm not suggesting that they should just go around flouting the Constitution, but I'm just saying how liberal and how conservative your use of the Constitution is. You know, sometimes it's just what it all comes down to. Liberal and conservative doesn't always just mean use of government. Liberal versus conservative can also mean your views on the Constitution. I mean, I venture to say that was probably the original intent behind the words liberal versus conservative. You know, do we liberally apply the conservative the, the Constitution, or do we conservatively apply the Constitution? Because you got to remember, at the time it was drafted, that was that was uh, that was pretty much the way. We wanted to take care of government. We wanted to put a restraint on it. That was the purpose of the Constitution. And um, how liberal or how conservative did you feel those restraints need to be? It was kind of the original fostering of the right versus left narrative. Fast forward to today, right versus left is more about ideology and, and big government versus small government. Mike Pence, you know, zeroing in on him because he calls himself a conservative, uh, he never mentioned that that was why he was he was so hesitant to use any of the constitutional levers that Trump told him he had at his disposal. Um, he simply said it was it wasn't even legal. Uh, he deposit, the constitution gave him no power whatsoever. He failed he, he failed to even consider it. And I think that's one of the things Trump was really upset about is the fact that, you know, um, Pence wouldn't even consider his constitutional role. He had lawyers and advisors basically help him get out of it. At least that's according to the way Trump saw it. Now I'm going to just kind of cite a little bit of this article as they see it, kind of reference my points from that because um you know the journalists here they're the, they're the they're the experts as far as journalists as far as the journalism goes and what I try to do is is give my listeners a little bit of, of a look into the insight of the way these folks think from a psychological perspective. Now I'm not a psychiatrist, I'm not a medical professional, but you know I got 46 years on this planet. A lot of background a lot of insight into the political arena and um, have come over time to just really observe and notice certain patterns and certain trends that have held up against time and i'm just sharing those perspectives with you and you could you know you can like it or leave it but i really feel like in a lot of ways my insights and my past experiences really give me a, a large context and, and a great pl- platform Ideologically, from which to speak, and you know, hopefully, over time, as you listen to the politics fix, you'll, you'll you'll come to understand that because that's what we want to do on this channel. I'm just aiming to offer my fixes for the situations at hand, and and this current one is just my advice to Mike Pence. You know, this this particular episode is one to really help Mike Pence understand why he might really feel alienated by the Trump base. You know, Trump just gave a large rally this weekend. I think over twenty-five thousand. In attendance, hundreds of thousands online that that watched that event. So Trump's his presence is still very much there. He's still a very strong force in the in the Republican Party. But folks like Mike Pence, his di- his direct objectors, they're going to have a different different course of of uh, of completion. So let's see what we can we can offer Mike Pence. And um, so I'll go ahead and take a look at this article. Uh, it says former Vice President Mike Pence is facing strong resistance from members of his own party's pro-Trump base over his role in certifying the Electoral College results in the 2020 election. Pence has stepped up his public appearances recently and is set to appear at the Family Leadership Summit in Iowa next month along other high-profile Republicans. But his political future is complicated by his refusal in January to bow out to pressure from then-President Trump to help deliver him a victory in the race against Joe Biden, as I was just talking about. It says, while garnering praise from Democrats and Republicans, the decision has led to howls from members of the party's flank. A swath of voters, Pence will need... Should he launch his own presidential campaign in three years? Now, I really don't think Pence is going to run. I'll be honest with you. I don't think he's going to put his family through that. I think what Pence is trying to do is just recover a little bit of the Pence name. Uh, He doesn't want this to be his lasting legacy. He wants to stand proud. You know, I think he really believes that the conservative movement is going to go eventually away from Trump at some point. You know, he thinks that Trump, for whatever reason, I mean, he worked the closest alongside of him, but he probably... You know, from I'm judging by his actions, just kind of again using my insights here, I think that he thinks that Trump is going to fade, um, and that he's going to still need to think about his legacy, if not his career. So he wants to come out now and make sure he stands for what he feels are the moderate, milk toast, middle of the road Republican platforms, minus Trump. So that's what he's trying to get, trying to get an eye, a, a handle on. I happen to think differently. I happen to think. You know, Trumpism, the, uh, the make, make America great. I think that's the future of the, of the conservative movement. I don't see any indication that we're going to be going back to, you know, the moderate liberal platforms and positions. I mean, look where it's gotten us. We have mountains of debt. We have uh, all the illegal crossings. Our standing in the world is diminishing. We have Biden here launching illegal strikes so we have a lot of reason to hold on to trumpism and not let it go just yet so i think mike pence is probably on the wrong side on this one so that's one thing i really want to just let mike pence know first and foremost you might want to uh you might want to just go ahead and, and align a little bit more along the uh the pro-trump movement i'm not saying you have to become a pro-trumper i'm just saying to come flat out and object to it i think that's a that's a bad ill-advised move i'm not sure who's advising you but i think that's pretty ill-advised and he may want to uh may want to check that one. so um so yeah so he has um he has uh, he has had some statements here mentioned by some people in the gop uh this is one gop strategist doug hay he says uh he's unfortunately for having done the right thing by following the constitutional doodles of his office. Again, which I told you, I, I think I really disagree with that. I think the electoral college and the way our presidents are chosen, um, we do it completely different actually right now than the way that the constitution lays out. So yeah, I mean, if you're gonna say, let's continue to, con- to disavow the constitution and the way we select presidents, then in in that respect mike pence can just be one more person who disavowed the constitution but if we're going to be talking about what the constitution lays out he definitely had some foreground here he definitely had some cover should he wanted to have these uh these results audited but that's and that's something he's going to really have to reconcile with is that a lot of constitutional scholars see it differently they do see that uh mike pence had more of a role than he tried to deny you know lots of quite sound legal scholars and and lawyers and and, and people versed in the constitution and um you know in the coming episodes we're gonna definitely delve deep because i think that's a very big thing that we fail to do is gather our understanding of the constitution you gotta guys gotta remember this is where all of our laws and all of our principles stem from it stems from the constitution these politicians these people can't just make this stuff up out of thin air they're going based off something and they're going based off of the constitution of the united states that goes anywhere from any little circuit court to any appeals court to federal state court you know they all have a constitution uh to abide by they don't just get to make laws willy nilly so that's why we have a supreme court that's why that supreme court has ultimately got to weigh their decisions against what the constitution puts forth so this idea that we're just passing laws and 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 you can just get anything that we want passed that's something that both parties are guilty of and getting us away from the Constitution and adhering to that principle, that's something that's gotten us so far away that when we really need to call on it for situations like this, you know, it causes a lot of angst and anxiety because people really don't know that they're supposed to really be adhering to the Constitution as closely as they should because we've been away from it for so long. But, um, so that's just something to think about. Now, Mike also been dealing with some hecklers. You know, he's getting called things like traitor. Uh, and, and I guess that's gotta be real bad for him you know he's got to go walking around hearing things like um that the election was was uh, stolen he doesn't believe it is so i'm sure that has to be pretty hard for him as well or at least he doesn't publicly admit to saying anything different than that it was a fair election so um so yeah i just really think that what mike pence is going to have to do now is maybe stop put the brakes on what he's trying to do and let a little bit more time pass before he decides why he wants to cast his, his net uh he seems to be trying to like i said get out there and preserve his legacy he thinks that trumpism is going somewhere i can tell you it's not going anywhere from from all indication um you, you can even see here in the article by the hill it says further down that Polls have shown that concerns over the integrity of the November race have skyrocketed among the GOP. 61% of Republican respondents in the Reuters-Ipsos poll from last month say they either strongly or somewhat believe that the 2020 election was stolen from Donald Trump. So 61% is a very significant number. So Pence responded last week to the Republican criticism his way, uh, with some of his bluntest remarks on the decision. And this is what he says, Uh, he actually doubled down. He says, there's almost no idea more un-American than than the notion that any one person can choose the American president, uh, Pence said. And I will always be proud of what we did, our part on that tragic day to reconvene the Congress and fulfilled our duty under the Constitution. And what's really frustrating for me, as someone who's really diehard about the Constitution, is I can see so many things that that Mike Pence uh, did, so many things he did that were in violation of his constitutional role. Things from not notifying the states that were that, that there were these challenges, so that they could have a chance to uh, to respond to them well before January 6th. They should have done so back in December. You guys might have recalled that there was some talk that the attorney said that he had on until December 23rd to let the states know that there were challenges, that the electors were going to be challenged and to let these states know and put them on notice. But he failed to do that even. So to say he is all about the Constitution is really, you know, stabbing the back to a lot of folks who like to uh, learn and understand the Constitution and see it as a preservation of, of our freedoms not just a document that's a um, you know half suicide pact half rule of you know book of, of, of commandments it's simply not that it's simply a way to restrain the government even from looking at it from that context alone you can begin to see how the the power to to choose presidents to make sure that they're not someone who's unscrupulous to make sure they're legitimately elected Those are the principles laid out by the Electoral College and by the electoral process, if you really go into it, which I'm sure we will on another cast. So um, getting back to this, um, says um, says uh, one aide to the former president went to tell the hill that pence has done with republicans however there's some surveys out there that might spark some good news for pence however it says surveys don't paint as dire a picture for pence with some early gop polls still showing him as with the viable path with the party's presidential nomin- nom- niche, nomination should he run i really don't think so but whatever uh, it says you have other people who are looking to run too none of whom cross trump on the most fundamental loyalty test to donald trump which was ultimately January 6th, he said. Pence having done that means that it is an easy thing for the real Trump acolytes to go after, and those just happen to be the most demonstrative and loudest part of the party quite often. Trump himself could also work to hurt Pence's political future ambitions, even if Trump doesn't run for office. So um, again, Trump's going to be the biggest obstacle to Pence's path, either in spirit or in person. The whole thing around what Pence did on the 6th you know it, it's going to be haunting him for the rest of his career. I don't care really what he tries to do to get out of it. Like I said, the best he can try to do is align himself with these forces that are so heavily aligned against him, but he's never going to do it. Um, he's one of the elite, he's one of those ones that feel that ultimately um, big money, big power, those are the things that drive party. And I was really surprised about that by Pence. You know, I was kind of put on by his folksy mannerisms and his small town biblical demeanor but you know in 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 seeing him govern seeing his moves over the last few years i really come to understand he's just you know he's another mitt romney another you know mccain just the same so he's gonna suffer the same fate unfortunately unless he switches lanes so that's just what i wanted to talk about on the politics fix today guys just wanted to um take a little bit of your time today to drop some um some political awareness on you Watch out for this. See what you see. see what you guys um, see. What you guys come up come away with as you, as you follow this situation a little bit more closely. Now having have it brought to your attention. So Mike Pence, he's gonna go out there. He's gonna be full anti-Trumper. We'll see where it gets him guys. Okay. I don't think it's gonna get him very far. That's my message to him. That's my message to you guys out there let's uh let's stay true to those conservative principles let's not try to try to switch over and, and let's try to resist that temptation to to send things back into the middle while we've come so far all right well you guys make sure you follow my youtube channel the politics fix and um, g- give me some comments on the videos you see there they're going to be in relation to the things we talked about here on the podcast and i like to m- work those things out interchangeably bring some things some comments over from the on the channel and bring some content and feedback from here to there as well and hope you guys catch me on both but that's all i have for now guys so i'm going to see you guys later and this has been the politics fix podcast episode one and i'll see you guys in episode two see you next time bye bye